For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure unadulterated word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth and full of wisdom and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Father, this morning we ask you to purify our hearts, cleanse us of all the challenges and difficulties of this world. Make us holy, holy, to be able to stand in your presence and keep us always before your face. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be here this morning? Ask your neighbor, who is your father? Tell him, if you have no father, then I'm afraid of you. You know, we, were, we began last week, we are studying the, the life of the son or daughter. You know, when we say son, don't think it's boys. Tap someone, don't think of boys when we say sons. Okay. Otherwise, when we say the bride of Christ, we are hot. Because we are the bride of Christ. Not girls are, we are the bride of Christ. And so, uh, when we say sons of God, we don't have to add daughters to include our sisters. Hallelujah. So we are talking about the life of a son or daughter. (laughs) It has to come in. And um, we are comparing two things, the natural and the supernatural. Because we have two lives. We have a natural life and we have a supernatural life. And in the natural, you must have a father. No matter how high your witchcraft, no matter how wizard you are, you must have a father. Hallelujah. Because that is the natural way of existing. If you are going to exist as a person in this world, I mean, you, you must have a father no matter what you think. And so if you are going to exist as a spiritual person, one for eternity, there again too, you must have a father. And, and, and even the bad boys who don't come to church, they have a father. Because the Bible says that they are of their father, the devil. And, and so if you are here this morning, I'm assuming that your father is the Lord. Ask anybody, I am assuming that your father is the Lord. I'm assuming. Can I proceed on my assumption? Yes. So, you see, um, the signs of, of, of a son or a daughter is that one, a son abides. John 8, 35, a son abides forever. A servant abideth not forever, but the son abides forever. And so if truly, truly, truly you are a child of somebody, that home is yours permanently. Even when you change your name from Miss Mensa to Mrs. Ayi. Still, 
You are a child of Mr. Mensa. You are a child. Your name has changed. You can even change your name from Andrew to Peter. I don't know. I know a boy called Abner. His passport is Abner. <laughs> His passport is Abner. Yeah, he's a boy. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> yeah. Got a passport. <laughs> they call him Abby. So <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't know where it comes from. But listen, you, you, you are of somebody. Hallelujah. And if you are a child of a house, that home is yours forever. There is a very common phenomenon in Christianity that we change churches. We change churches easily. We jump from church to church. And so every church is growing with the same people. You see, one person has been to Methodist, he's been to uh, Anglican, he's been to Presbyterian, he's been to Blighthouse, he's been to Central, he's been to Action, he's been to uh, Perez Chapel, he's been to Assemblies of God. One person. And you see, everybody, everybody is his pastor. One person belongs every, has been to so many places. So tell your neighbor this morning, agree to be a son in a house where you will remain forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Today I want to just mention one thing. That a son resembles his father. And a daughter likewise resembles her father. There is no exemption. There is no exemption that if you are a daughter, you don't have to look like your father. You do. Some crowd look like their fathers more than their sons. The same headship the same nose and the same walk. They just throw their legs the same way. Yeah. You, you have to resemble your, your, your father. A very interesting thing that I have seen is married couples. Married couples who have been married for a very long time. Even they, after a while, begin to resemble each other. I don't know how they do it. One is an Ewe, one is a, 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 a fancy man. From very different parts of the country. Ewe, Ewe is east and Izuma is west. Yeah, and they even begin to resemble each other. And, and so if, if you are a child of anybody, there must be a resemblance. Amen. There must be a resemblance. A, a, a similarity. That is why Jesus told the, the disciples, Philip, if you have seen the Father, you have seen me. And, and that is why in Acts chapter, 3, Acts chapter 3, verse 13, it says that when they saw the disciples and they, and they knew that these guys were ignorant men, they recognized that they had been with Jesus. They, saw, they began to see signs of of. of something one day i was driving to accra and i came to a police barrier and they stopped us speed control and all the other things i wasn't driving fast those of you were thinking i wasn't driving fast and they stopped us so when i stopped i was with one of my sons when the policeman came to the window to check our papers and to uh, and to just to check my license and everything when I opened the window and he looked into their car, he said something. 
says, hey, who said, oh, papa, Then the whole discussion changed. He never asked my passport, my, my driving license or my papers. He just said that you look like your father too much. And so me to be in a pastor, I passed there to discuss father. When I ask you, so who's your father? Who's your father? And which, who is your spiritual father? And what church do you go to? There, there must be a resemblance. Amen. This morning, I want us to highlight one of Jesus' traits. One of his traits that he has, as, as uh, the Father has, that if we can have these traits also, we'll begin to resemble him more and more. Amen? Amen. And that is this. Jesus had a supreme power to forgive. To forgive. Psalm 103, it says that, uh, bless the Lord of my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And verse 3 says, who forgives all your iniquities and heals us of our diseases. That is the Lord. He forgives all. You see, you sometimes, you forgive some. We can forgive some things easily. True or false? Oh, true or false? We forgive some things easily. Some things we look over easily. But the Lord himself, he forgives all our iniquities. And, and, and Jesus, when he was on the cross, he was able to look at the people who were deliberately uh, uh, crucifying him. And he said that, Father, forgive them. I suspect, I'm not sure, I suspect that if you were on the cross, you called on fire. I suspect. I, I have a feeling that if you were on the cross and you saw them crucifying you, you would call angels to break their legs one by one. Yeah. You, you, you would not. It is, we are unlikely to forgive as easily as Jesus did. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I'm calling upon you to begin to have that attitude and that spirit of forgiveness. Amen. This morning, I am I'm calling upon you to have that heart that I will forgive. No matter what, I will forgive. Amen. I will forgive everything. I will forgive strangers who offend me in town. But even more difficult, I will forgive my close friend who has hurt me. Are you here this morning? I will forgive somebody. Maybe sometimes it's your father or your mother or your son or your daughter. You don't have sons and daughters, but it doesn't matter. Or your brother or your sister who has done something that you need to forgive. Amen? Amen. Are you here this morning? You must, you must forgive. It is if, if you can forgive, you are showing one of the most tangible signs that you are actually a son of God. If you can forgive. If you can forgive, you are proving to everybody really who your father is. Because Bible says, as far as the east is from the west, that is how far he has removed our sins 
from us. And, and he has thrown them into the sea of forgetfulness that our sins he will remember no more. No more our sins, our mistakes. And some of our sins, they were deliberate. Oh, yes. They were deliberate. How many have sinned deliberately recently? Deliberately. As you were going, you knew you would sin. And you went and you sinned. When you finish, ask God, forgive me. But in your heart, we are happy. Let me see your hand. Yeah, deliberate sins. Deliberately sinning with your eye open. As you are going, you know this thing, I'll do it. Don't say what it is. Just keep it. Keep it to yourself. Keep it. Listen, keep it to yourself. Don't spoil the church by telling us what you have done. And, and so, you see, when God forgives us, our deliberate sins. Why can't you forgive somebody his or her sins? Why can't you let somebody's sins against you pass away? After all, who are you? You're just another sinner like the person. And so a sin against you is not very serious. Thief, thief, thief. It's, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. When you steal and they steal from you, you can't complain. Or you can't complain. They take it. I mean, you stole that thing, you took it home, and someone stole it from you. Just keep quiet and be there. So when somebody sins against us, we, we, we really we have forgotten where we came from. We have forgotten who we are. We have forgotten our many sins. Not few. Not few. Many sins. Are, are you here this morning? And, and so this morning, I'm just, you see, I, I feel that there's only one thing that if we have this one thing, a, a, a quickness, a speed, an ability to forgive and let things go, your life will change radically. And you become a different person. And as you forgive people, you find the, the, the life of Christ in you increasing. Because every time you forgive, you know, I have been like my master. I have walked the road he walked. I have done what he did. I am becoming more and more like Jesus every time I forgive. Especially deliberate sins against you. Especially the most difficult to forgive the, the hardest to forgive is deliberate things. But especially those where we can forgive them, we are becoming more and more and more like Jesus. Uh, are you here this morning? Peter asked, how many times should I forgive? What did Jesus say? Seven times. He was, he was being optimistic. Seven. Seven. So on, one, two, three, four, five. You have done me. You stopped my toe. One. I didn't say anything. You kicked me too. I kept quiet. You broke my pen. Three. I didn't say anything. You took my laptop. Four. You see, even four is a lot. Think about it. If somebody does four things against you, one, two, three, four, how would you feel? By the fifth one, you are very angry. By the fifth one. Oh, it's not true. By the fifth. I mean, fine. When I came, you took my key. You went to town. You didn't come back. Okay. I was, I was bored. I didn't say anything. When I came, eating my lunch. Okay. I was very bored. I didn't say anything. When I came and took my laptop, where is it? It's gone. 
where is it? I took it home. I forgot. Three, I kept quiet. I didn't say anything. Number four, okay, I'm going to school. My, my tablet, where is it? Oh, I, I'm playing a game with it. And it froze. Four, I kept quiet. Number five. By the fifth time, you are upset. And Peter went to seven. Very one every day, seven. And Jesus said, No, more than that. Much more than that. Much, much more than that. You keep receiving. You keep receiving. That's the standard he has set for his children. And, and so this morning, I want to ask you forgive anybody who has anything against you and you have against that person. I didn't hear amen. amen. This morning, I am, you see, very likely, the person is not here. I hope the person is not here. I hope the person is not here. I hope it's not your neighbor sitting by you. I hope it's not somebody in front of you or behind you. There's nobody here. I won't ask. But listen, this morning, I want us to pray two minutes in the middle of the service right now. Pray. And the prayer is, before you pray, forgive somebody. I mean, as I speak, you know who you have to forgive, don't you? Don't you? You know who, you know where you have uh, cases. Don't you? I mean, if you are here this morning and you have nobody to forgive, you are, you are blessed. It's possible. It's possible. If you are here this morning, nobody has offended you, nobody has hurt you, nobody has broken you or anything, and you are free in your hearts with anybody, everybody in the whole world, from China to Korea to America to New Zealand, you are free in your heart. All your uncles, all your aunties, your brother, your sister, your room, your next door neighbor, you are free in your heart. You are blessed. But that group, they are very small and they are very few. And so most of us, we do have something in our hearts that we have to let go. And, and so just for one minute, if you have to think hard, who do I have to forgive? Then you are blessed. Then you are blessed. If you have to think, I'm wondering, who um, is it Uncle, Uncle Charlie? That is, is nothing. Who, who am I going to forgive? If you have to think, then you are blessed. You are, you are okay. But those of us who it comes to us quickly, you're the one I'm preaching to this morning. Those of us who even as I speak, I, I, when I mention that the, you, the person's, you can see the person's face and remember the feeling you felt when they did you what they did you. You, can, you are back there again. You, are, you can even remember and sometimes as you sit down there, you, you feel your hand is becoming, you are the one I'm looking for this morning. I came exactly for you. Some too, you feel your eyes becoming stinging. You are the ones I came for this morning because God has, he knows you are here this morning. Listen, for one minute, are you here? One minute, just bow your head and, 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 and forgive the person. But listen, before you bow your head, it, it is hard to forgive. It is truly hard to forgive. And so this morning, ask God, help me. Help me do two things. Number one, I don't want to forgive. 
I do not want to forgive because what he did was too bad. He took my beloved for me and left me to be here still. It's too bad. I don't, I, 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 this grudge, I hold it against him for the past three years and it's still there. I haven't dropped it at all. Some things we do not want to forgive. This morning, pray, oh God, I want to want to forgive. I want to, to want to, to forgive because I don't want to. So first of all, help me to even desire to change and let things go. And then number two, after I desire, give me the strength to release it and drop it on the ground. Give me that strength. After I've, I've tried, I've tried to let, I, I want to change my mind. Let it go. Let it go. This morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We do it in remembrance of, of me. Jesus said we do it in remembrance of, of him that he forgave us our wickedness, our evil, our badness. Some deliberate, some accidental, but very few accidental. Most were deliberate. He forgives us. This one, you want to pray, oh God, help me. Help me to, 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 to lay down and forgive my brother, my sister, my friend, my father, my mother, my roommates, my, my cousin, in the name of Jesus, pray. And you pray, oh Lord, give me the ability. Give me the ability. Give me the ability. And, and pray a prayer. Lord, wash my hand, wash my heart of the effects of that unforgiveness that I've kept for so long. Wash my heart of the effects of that for so long I've I've had a coldness. I've had a hardness in my heart for very, very long. I've had it in my heart. Lord, this morning, wash my heart. I, I know. Let, let it go from me. In the name of Jesus. 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 A, a certain root of bitterness is being removed this morning in the name of Jesus. A certain bitterness that has, that is gaining ground in our hearts. This morning, we, we take it out. We remove it. We remove it. We remove it. Listen, pray. lay your hand on your chest, on your head, on your stomach and pray for yourself. Lay your hand. Say, Lord, heal my heart this morning. Heal my heart. Let me be like Jesus that I can forgive to the uttermost. Let me be like Jesus that I can let go of all these and, and remember them no more. This one, forgive. It may be your wife. maybe your husband. Oh, forgive her let love once again spring up and let there be a real affection for our, our spouse our friend the person in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus oh yes Lord yes Lord may we become more and more like Jesus more and more like Jesus more and more like Jesus may we be transformed and become people who are able to overcome all the odds in the name of Jesus
morning and forgiving is hard thank you lift your hand i want to pray for you i i feel i need to pray for some people wherever you are just just lift your hand as a sign to god that i need your help this one i cannot do it on my own i cannot do it by myself i need your hand i need your hand on my life thank you i see your hand my brother i see your hand i see your hand i see your hands just stand to your feet wherever you are if you raise your hand just stand to your feet wherever you are just wherever you are, just stand your feet. Don't don't come forward. Just we stand as a sign that Lord, we are we are asking you to cleanse my heart and strengthen me and change me. Because by myself I cannot do it. And I feel the pain, and it must leave me this morning to become more and more like Christ. Thank you. Thank you for standing. You want to join them? Please join them now. Join them now. You want to stand? Join them now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to ask the pastor to help me this morning. Pastors, please just lay a hand on, on everybody. Just go to them and lay hands on them. Pray for them. I want us to ask pastors to pray for them. I, I want us to, pastors, just go, go to each one. Go to each one of them. Pastors, just go to each one of them. Yeah, pastors, including you. Just lay a hand on them and pray for them. I feel that we need to help them. Yeah, just pray. And those of you who are sitting down, just also pray for those standing. They need help this morning. It's a sickness. It's a hospital we are in. It's that we are repairing lives. We are repairing lives. We are changing people who need an, a, a, a healing in their heart. Just lay hands on them and help them. If you are seated, please don't be... Don't be uh, don't be seen, don't be far away. Just pray also for them in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Father, heal my brother of a broken heart, a hurt heart. Heal my sister, somebody who is in deep pain. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, 
let your power your healing balm come down from Gilead and touch touch in Jesus name I pray Lord for grace great grace this morning great grace this morning mercy mercy for hurting hearts mercy for hearts that are in trouble mercy for hearts that cannot understand the pain they feel Lord pray for this once in the name of Jesus Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, this morning, rise up, rise up in this house, rise up in this house and heal the hurting ones. Let your hand be upon them for good. Let your hand be upon them to turn away pain, confusion, hurt, anger, frustration, mis- uh, suspicion. Let it be, let it depart from us. She gote rande bakatirianda. I pray, O oh God, for deliverance from the clutches of Satan that would keep, that keep us bound in, in, in bondage. I pray for this deliverance. I pray, O oh God, that this, this, this hand of Satan, his hand in our lives, will depart from us. Will depart from us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the master's hand that heals our hearts. Thank you for your love that can touch us even when we are in error. Thank you for the fact that, Lord, you never let go of us. Let us become more and more like Jesus this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. If you don't forgive, you're wicked. You're wicked. And that is why God is very keen on us forgiving other people. And that is why this morning I have felt it necessary to to stir our hearts once again to remember who we are. And um, I I can promise you something. As you go from here, it's very likely that you'll be tested in this very area. You say you are forgiven, eh? You say you are forgiven. That person will come and cross you again to add salt to old wounds. But when the wound heals, the skin over it becomes scar tissue that is tougher than normal skin, more insensitive, more unfeeling scar tissue. And so when you are really healed and the person comes back, you can just laugh at him and say, oh, this thing you are doing, Charlie, I have grown since last time. I am no longer affected by your, your behavior. I am no longer disturbed by, by what you're doing. Amen. Amen. Leave this place a believer, a follower 
of Jesus. This morning, if you came to church, one thing you have learned is, I will forgive. That's all. I will forgive. I will walk in forgiveness. I will resemble my master more and more. And I will become a better and better believer. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together. Let us pray. We're going to bow your heads. We're going to bow your heads. We're going to close your eyes. Father, thank you that as we come before you, always you have us in mind. As we come before you, you never let us walk aimlessly, but your plan unfolds all the time. And this morning, you have brought us together to share fellowship with us. But if you are here this morning and you are not born again, you are here this morning, you are not too sure where you will go if and when you die. Please do me a favor and lift your right hand also so I can pray for you. You are here this morning right now and you are not sure where you will go if and when you die. You want to lift your hand? Lift your hand over. Thank you, my young man. I see your hand. Young boy. Anybody else? Anybody else? You want to lift your hand up and say, Lord, I want to be sure of my salvation. Thank you. Please, please come to me. Please come to me. This, this morning, every head still bowed. This morning, every head still bowed. I, I, I want to ask one more thing. You are here this morning and you are a Christian. You are a born again person. But you know in your heart, you are not correct. You know in your heart, you are far from the Lord. Far further away than you used to be. You are a Christian okay. But you know in your heart, you are backslidden. You are cold. You have become a carnal Christian. You don't pray. You don't read your Bible. You are just lazy. You just lie down and you are almost like an unbeliever. But you want to come back to Jesus and be a hot, on fire believer once again. If you are here like that, wherever you are, you also do me a favor. Just lift your right hand. Just lift your right hand. You want to come back in favor to the Lord. You want to love him again as you used to. You want to come back and be close to Jesus. Wherever you are, just your right hand also. I want to pray for you too. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And maybe you are here this morning and you don't speak in tongues. You don't speak in tongues. Are you here like that? I want to pray for you also to get the gift of, of the Holy Spirit. Anybody here like that? Just lift your right hand too. You want to speak in tongues, but you don't speak in tongues. Are you here this morning? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so very much for one soul that is worth so much to you more than the riches of this world. I pray, Lord, that as this young man stands here, let his future be bright. Transform him into a great man of God. Transform him to be a giant who will walk in your kingdom. Let him, oh God, do exploits. Work on him for many, many years. Holy Spirit, abide in him continually. Let him rise up early in the morning and sleep late at night with you constantly in mind. And let blessings follow him and his family. Because of him, let people be blessed. Because of him, let there be happiness. Because of him, let there be fullness of salvation in many places. As he touched this young man, touched many other lives. 
the name of Jesus. Young man, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, today, I give my heart to you. Lord Jesus, thank you that you died for me and you shed your blood and your body was broken to save me. Today, I give you my life. I promise, Lord Jesus, I will follow you. I will serve you. I will walk with you. I will be with you. Keep me, O Lord, always. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus that we should not perish but have everlasting life. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Young man, see your brother. Please follow him. He'll talk to you. Then you'll come back here. Okay. Put your hands together. I don't know how old he is, but I remember Bishop Adi who said he gave his life to Jesus as a 13-year-old boy. And today he's a very mighty bishop doing great exploits. And, and so when you see a young boy coming forward like this, don't despise him. Don't say he's not serious. Don't say, ah, yeah, Akwada, he's just walking around. Ah, Akwada, uh, no, he's not Akwada, he's, he's a young boy giving his heart to Jesus. And so rather be happy in your heart that this young guy has come forward to do what maybe you should have done yourself too. Tap your neighbor. See, I, I suspect you should have gone forward. Tap your neighbor. I suspect you. You should have gone forward. For one of the three. Let uh, me see. Tap your neighbor. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral, located at Bamtama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.